Welcome to BitFaced. Not only did I get to interview Trish Stratus and Lita from the WWE, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, you guys know me, I don't know anything about wrestling really outside of the 80s and the Attitude Era. I know that they're from the Attitude Era, but that was during a lot of drunken college times for me. So this was the panel I would say that I researched the most. Also, this is the first panel I have ever done in my life. So I'm hoping I will go back to this one day and look at this panel and laugh good works. And that's my whole goal with doing this is to get better. If I haven't gotten better over the last three years of BitFaced, well, then Tyler and I have just been sitting here jerking each other off, which is pretty much what happens every week. But this panel was awesome. The audience totally saved my ass on this panel. And so did Trish and Lita, because not only did they, they're best friends, so having them on stage together, they almost were trying to include me in their conversation, which I was trying to tell them not to. Like, no one came here to see me. They interviewed you about BitFaced. They did. They One of the first questions was about BitFaced. And I think you'll hear it in this episode. Lita said I had a very nice voice, which was a great way to start the yeah. weekend. Lots of great questions from the audience, though. Trish and Lita were phenomenal. A little story from backstage. I walked back there. I had Trish's shirt on. She came up and shook my hand and said, hey, Trish Stratus, nice to meet you. Lita was putting on hand sanitizer. She saw the Trish shirt. She grabbed my hand and rubbed hand sanitizer all over my hand in a mocking manner and said, hey, I'm Amy. Nice to meet you. Uh, that's how it started, and that's how our relationship ended. I think uh, Lita or Amy, I called her Amy. It went both ways, but I think she gave me almost as much shit as Carl Weathers did in the best way possible, so... I think she's great. I'm actually following her on social media now, and I'm learning more about wrestling. I learned a ton before this interview goes where the person wants it to go. You can guide it a little bit, but a lot of my questions, I think that the true wrestling fans in the audience, I don't think they really cared about. So we'll see. I actually got booed at one point. I didn't know that you couldn't say the word diva, but I think that's also when the audience got on my side because at least I'm willing to admit what I don't know. Yeah. Thank yous. Again, this is not our audio. Iggy from Project Nerd hooked us up with this, so thank you so much for making four of my favorite BitFaced episodes ever. I'll tell you guys that much. The fact that we're able to put this live stuff up. I talk to a lot of you that don't live in Colorado Springs that are fans of the show. I really like that whereas you couldn't come to Colorado Springs Comic Con, you get to see a little bit of it and see how much fun that we had over the weekend. So that's really cool. Totally appreciate it, Iggy. There will be some great pictures from Greg Ron Geek. Uh, check those out. They'll be intermixed with the stuff that we've done. I just want to make sure that they get credit for helping us out over the weekend. You know I'm going to thank Juan and Gabe from Thinking Outside the Long Box. Moral support. Helping me out with wrestling questions, with which was phenomenal. In fact, if I could have given this panel to anyone, I would have given it to Gabe, and I would have sat in the audience and taken pictures of him because I know how much this meant to him. And the fact that he wasn't a dick about it to me. He wasn't Maybe there was a little jealousy that I got to do the panel, but he turned that into, hey, I'm going to help you do the best wrestling panel possible. I can't thank you enough for that, Gabe. And, and it's that level of support, and I know I've mentioned it four times now, but that level of support really renewed my faith in the community. Long story short, we've had some dealings with some people that we will never work with again, and that seems to, to be coming the norm and not the exception. And Gabe refreshed my energy, if you will, and the fact that, oh, there are cool people out there to work with, but none cooler than Elijah from Movie Camp, who got me all four of these episodes, got me these gigs, had enough faith in me and our podcast that we were going to do a good job, 
And from what I've heard, we did. So please enjoy Trish Stratus and Lita, a.k.a. Amy Dumas, from the WWE. How are you guys doing? It's so good to have you all here. Do we have any wrestling fans in the house? Do you guys have some good questions for our guest today? I, I, I hope so too. Um, well, you guys did not come here to hear me speak today. You came here to see two legends of the WWE. I would like to proudly bring out Trish Stratus and Amy Dumas. It's okay. Yeah. They'll, they'll wait for you. I was just anticipating the round of applause was going to linger longer. Yeah! yeah. yeah. That, that's what I was thinking too, Amy. I, I, I wanted him to give it up for you guys. And it's not just a duo, though. I come bearing... A, it's a trio, actually. We don't even need that. It's like a reveal. Magic trick is done. <laughs> the applause usually comes after. You guys did it before, but you know, it's okay. I like doing things different. Some magic shows make people disappear. Our shows make dogs appear. So it's kind of different in that way. How are you guys doing? Where's the rest of the team bestie people's friends and family? Where are they? They're in line. They're in line still. It was a, we thought it was a little funny crossover time by the time people come in and filter in. We don't need to use a microphone. I, I like it though. I like, it feels like it's like. I don't know, boomy. I like having a boomy voice. Boom. Okay. But do you want to have a boomy voice? No, I want. I want. We're like a very yin and yang and flip and frack. <laughs> so I'll not use. I'm like kind of using it. And then and that guy's like, what's that? It's okay. Oh, okay. It makes That's you easier. lean in. Why don't it makes we you go wow. Okay, we'll just talk like this then. You don't have to pick up what I'm throwing well, down. You know, I'm gonna boom It's fun. I'm gonna boom. I'm gonna boom it. What are you gonna? Are you gonna boom it? I think I'm going to boom it. Is that okay? Yeah. What a a voice you have Isn't it great? Wow. Thank you very much. He's like, I have a (laughs) podcast. Of course you do. (laughs) What is your podcast for the people here? Oh, my podcast is called BitFaced. BitFaced. Are you a Bitcoin guy? No, it actually comes from the love of video games. Yes, 8-Bit. Okay. Um, Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Did you guys know that Team Bestie was we were we were actually conducting the interview? You might have thought <laughs> yeah. it was. Oh yeah, you guys didn't know, Yeah, there was a memo we, we sent it out. In. You may not have gotten it. Tell but. us a little bit about your podcast. Um, we talk about video games, pop culture, everything from wrestling to movies to everything that's going on. And very happy to sit here and, and talk with you guys today. And I know. think about um, what's Austin hmm? Austin's name? Austin's name. Um, Xavier Woods. What do you think about Xavier's oh. um, up up down down? It's really taken on a life of its own, eh? It kind of has. And that's, I mean, when you look it up, up, down, down, that is video game 101. I mean, yeah. we grew up with that. I want to ask you, 
Uh. You thought he was going to enter then. That was how it was going to work. That was pretty cool. Where can we listen to your podcast? All over the place. You yeah. can listen to it on iTunes. Um, yeah, anywhere. Just search BitFace. You'll, you you'll find it. There you go, guys. Okay. okay, for your listening pleasure. Before you guys started wrestling and became who you are, legendary divas, the women's uh -oh. division in the WWE. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh oh. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. There's uh, a, did you say? The, I, they, it's I been banned. That, isn't it been banned officially? Yeah, I think it's banned. I mean, I, it's been banned in my book. I've just never used it. I've never it. used it either. So, so I was like, ow, it kind of like, what was that word? <laughs> just messing with you. It's fine. You can just continue. <laughs> <laughs> you guys changed the landscape of how women's wrestling is looked at. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that. What was that like to be on the forefront? Everything was different before you guys started doing what you're doing. You guys are late. Uh, you have to sit right at the front here, and <laughs> it's okay. You sit wherever you want. <laughs> We're gonna need we all. You missed the part where you all introduced yourselves individually. Yeah, and, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, and how long if you could, uh, with, the, the, with the glasses up, stand up. Tell us your name. Uh, I'm okay. Darius. Well, what do you, what kind of hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right, excellent right, answer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Right. Okay, and you were, yep. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Great. Okay. Awesome. Everyone, let's, we're going to give now a big round know, of applause. Know each other. Hello. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Don't be late next time. <laughs> okay, so you, you were going to say, you were saying, how about changing the landscape? Oh, I was going to answer his question? Yes. For the, <laughs> we're actually actually, gonna, we're I think we're ready to begin actually. this interview now and actually answer a question. If no more hijinks and shenanigans happen, anyone? Anyone? It'll be a combination. Shenanigans? That was your shenanigans. Nah. <laughs> it was like jazz, Shena hands, jazz hands. Jazz shenanigans. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Did I meet you last year? Oh, man, this guy is my favorite. Who is this? Yes. Uh, sir, stand up and tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us some facts. Roll with some facts. This guy's got facts, deep tracks. My name is Brandon. I blew Christopher Lee last year. Excuse me. We're not going to talk about that. What? You, you did what? You, oh, balloon, balloon animal. Adult I thought twisting. blue and twist is what I heard. Oh. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. yes. Okay. Tell us. What did we, what did you create? What? Of course yeah. you did. Yes. That was a rabbit from uh, Alice in Wonderland, yes. Mm -hmm. And? And one more. A final one. What are you going to leave us with? Give us a good voice. Come on, tell us. Let's say, tell us to begin this interview, but in your best voice and character. Pressure's on. Pressure. You got. We'll just do the end of the Jeopardy. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. He'll be performing this evening at. Uh, Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> you basically changed the landscape of women's wrestling and took you're, it from divas just, uh -huh. to women's wrestlers. How do you feel about that? Thanks, Are you Trish. Interviewing me now? 
Okay. We're going to mix it up a little today. <laughs> I think the thing is you don't realize it at the time when it's happening. And for sure we did not notice or didn't realize the things that would still be talked about now in 2018 that yeah. we were doing back, not in the 90s, as people like to say. Oh my we God, we get that all we, the we time. We, not, we loved we you guys in the, 90s. in the 90s. We okay? were like, we I were not, not wrestling there. in the 90s. Isn't that No nuts? shade on the 90s, and I mean, but I don't we just know, like, didn't work there then. Quietly, we could talk about how people talk about how we were part of the attitude area. But That's fine, but... It was we kind of crossed over. It was almost just about finished when we started, though, right? Right, but I'll yeah, take that just, part. No, I'll no, take that we'll part. take that part for yeah. sure. But yeah, we didn't wrestle in the 90s, guys. I think the thing is, We're it not was cool. Uh, we didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. And then also, um, because of the Attitude Era and Anything Goes, that's how we got to kind of work in these things that ended up pushing women in the industry forward by proxy, kind of. Yeah, by proxy, yeah. Yeah. That's right. You're just did doing you, your, your next. Did you have yeah, question? no, I, just, I was okay. going to say by, poc- by proxy. Do I have another question now? I'm going to turn it over to uh, to you. If, you if you've ahead. got a question, if you've got a question. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Tigger, uh, otherwise known as Pooh's friend. If he was friend. on like a high T. Like if he'd been he was on some always high, tea, high tea, testosterone, that guy. yeah, some D ball. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we want to just do you want to continue and throw it to the audience? If you guys have questions, do? I please ask we them. Could start with sure. <gasps> Love your dad. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we were together last yes. week, right? Yep. Yep. And then saw the big reveal where an, it's u- an unusual reveal. An unusual reveal. Way to reveal, I would think. What'd you guys think of that reveal? Just kind of like. Out of nowhere, right? Yeah, out of nowhere. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, that's how I felt that's too. That's all we knew too. But then I also looked to my bestie and said, oh, okay, I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Um, I <laughs> that was her road dog Jesse James impersonation. How do you, you feel like she did? Good. That was my was impersonation. Was it decent? Was it, it good? Was decent. Thanks. I mean, I wasn't trying hard. I could do it better. But I know, anyway, I know. we'll do it later. Okay, I'll work on it. Thank you. Um, it, we were aware of some details. Um, some some kind of you know ideas were thrown about. There were some some like a multiple choice. Yeah, thing like was this happening. could be this could be that. You know, sort of thrown oh, about. Oh, by the way, I guess like, it's this. But you know, so it's it's all good. It's exciting. I don't. Um, we're excited to be a part of this event as it is. You know, all of a sudden we got as another way. And Hall of Famers Trish Stratus and Lita will be there. Yeah, okay, let's just book that. Let's just put that on our calendar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're excited to be part of it. I mean, I don't know. We're gonna just go and enjoy it, right? I mean, it's gonna be uh, interesting. Same to see as the you generations, asked with, um, the two generations <laughs> crossing over. So it should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's your question, so you're done. Do you have another question? Her question as well. Is she, I know, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they did that on the we, That's what we, we did that in yeah. WWE, before they, Ring of Honor, before there was a Lucha Underground. Yeah. 
but now it's not permitted. Well, we did about yeah, we actually literally actually did it. So I mean, now they're doing the, they did the Facebook on Facebook they did that mix match. Um, but they still didn't challenge. really. They would had to still yeah, be really creative parts. with. Mm -hmm. the, but now we got the opportunity to do it. Yeah, like we were actually holy Amy fan right there. Yeah, I know Mina. that um, you know a lot of times uh, you have to go down. To, you have to go step take a step back to go back up, and. I feel like we kind of did that when it went to the PG era, but yet it also gained a larger market and they got to get bigger sponsorships and people could come on board and they could not be so afraid to show their children and in include it more as a family event. So that's like the, the positive of the moving down to go up. But yeah, I, I really like that's the thing. Okay, I, I'm fine with there being no gravy matches. I'm fine without women coming out with latex handprints on their over their breasts. I'm fine with you know like just naked Midian, the, the absence of naked Midian, you know, and things like this that we don't see in the Attitude Era. But I that was my favorite stuff yeah, doing I, that. I feel um, like that was a chance. Like why? I would say why we're so sort of, why if someone's, they're so invested in us, you guys as fans, is because you got to see these things with us and you got to see us in unique scenarios or and mix up unique characters that you may not have seen cross paths. Sure, and we were, they were always creative about it. And, and you know, it wasn't like we were just standing eye to eye with, with Albert <laughs> and like, you know, punching him in the face or anything like and that. And he'd punch us in the face. I mean, that wouldn't be cool. You know what I mean? We definitely were aware of the, the you, you know, know they, we'd have the guy get them down and then you take advantage or, or something like that. So... And then, I mean, I think Lucha Underground, in a way, takes it to another extreme where they will have it in, it's cool because wrestling can be, you know, you can be a real life superhero and you can do that and just kind of get caught up in the moment and watch it. But then it does blur that line of, well, where does the suspension of disbelief end and where do you go, all right, come on now, like, who am I supposed to believe that? Or now does this person only fight? women and they kind of became a like a comedy character so um, I really thought that the way that we did the intergender stuff kind of it was smart it's it was I, I really approach. I wish there's more of that still yeah. and, I, and I wish that we could see that in WWE because it would be neat to see these characters today how they you know there's almost like no crossover you know what I mean and I think for me growing up the funnest thing was like when a pay-per-view would end it was like okay what's the next feud like which two characters on the show are gonna now you know end up together and so you know that would be cool when you just that's what we're all on the show we're not females and males it's we're characters on the show so to see i mean when we had the chance to do this stuff with um christian and jericho yeah. we had the main event match with um triple h and the rock like just what you know such neat stuff storytelling that you can do in the ring so it was a lot of fun and yeah that was i think part of what built us as characters and why people sure. fell in love with us as characters Fell in love with us as as people as well. <laughs> oh. Um, how do y'all feel? We're making a video uh, right now. We're making a video. Hi. Whoa, 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 whoa! Where's this video going? Uh, everywhere. Oh, okay, let us know next time. Give it a little heads up. <laughs> Just erase that first part. How do, you, um, how do you feel towards the new um, new sales school versus the old-fashioned wrestling like Dory Funk Arena and other places like that? What was the versus versus Dory Funk for, and who? Like Dory, I remember what back the, in the day the training used to happen at Dory Funk Arena and other territories around um, around the United States, but now most of the training is done over at Full Sail. Is that a better thing for WWE rather than just taking talent from other parts of the U.S.? Looking in the camera and say yes. <laughs> 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 I remember you did train over at Dory Funk in Ocala, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, remember uh, I lived mean, there at the time. I think that the, what you're speaking of, the territories versus the way that the superstars are in training now, is more just 
the, the evolution of technology and the evolution of travel and t TV and, and, you know, and it's kind of, unless it's a small indie promotion, it doesn't make sense to just stay right in that territory because you, you put it out on, on YouTube and you put it out and people all over the world can even see these small promotions. So I think that's where the, um, the death of the territory came in was more just technology and, and you know, that we can kind of, we can have friends, we can meet friends playing video games or we can meet friends in chat rooms or through common interests and they can be on the other side of the world. And I think it's more that, and I do know that their talent scouts are, you know, do that. They look on YouTube and they look all over the world, but then they just bring them down to full sail and kind of the run cool them thing through is the car wash. Once they get, we get these really seasoned performers. So when they come up, everyone's ready. You know, they've had this this training and they've had the promo training. And like when the four horse women came up, they were ready. You know, they were ready for the big times, and it was kind of cool to Whereas see. Whereas you saw a lot of our on-the-job <laughs> training in the form of like Monday I was really Night crappy. Raw live I was really television in the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So there's kind of there's pluses and minuses for sure. And you know, I mean, I guess there's something to say it too. There, I guess it's neat. There's um, different flavors when you train different places though Absolutely. to bring that in for sure. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a little missing perhaps. But um, but it's you know overall it's producing a really great product. I think. I mean, and, and just what she said. Um, that was my theory on the indies. And a lot of people when they once they sync up with an indie promotion, they're like, cool, I'll, I'll do their indie shows. Um, but I would go and do as many different ones as I could and drive as far away as I could so that I could get different people's mindsets because you don't even realize it, but you're kind of adopting everybody's way they put matches together or their training techniques or their, you know, their moveset and all of that, that stuff. And, yeah. So yeah, when I'm, I'm getting an, an unbiased opinion, you know, what I'm asking, what, what I should do, versus if you're in there and, and you're like, well, wait, what's the answer we're giving to this question yeah. these days, you know? Why are, you, why are you looking at me? I, don't I know. keep answering. I keep going first. <laughs> oh, I just, because we were talking about it in the back. Right? But now so we're, we're talking yeah, about but they it. didn't hear it. Well, I know, they I didn't know, hear it. It's funny how that happened, so, right? Yeah. Take it away. All right. No, I think she's uh, done a great do, uh, job crossing over. And in the beginning, I wasn't sure. I wasn't like, I just, I didn't know that she could fight, but does she have the charisma? Can she do the performer aspect of it? Um, and then, of course, from the beginning I saw, she was well taken care of, set up very well as far as the positioning and the storyline, like storyline driven matches, that was huge. I know for me personally, one of my matches that um, I was still in my crappy wrestler era. Um, everyone talks about that was the Stephanie and I, you know, and it was like really intense and, and, and certainly if you, wa if you had it on mute and you didn't know the backstory, you'd be like, whoa, this is a hot mess in here. But because we had that story and the character was driving it, that's how we had this, you know, memorable match and I feel like Definitely, they gave that to Rhonda coming in, and of course with Stephanie as well. So right, so um, so it's been nice to see her. And and the thing I think I don't know maybe if so the thing about her, she's so passionate and she loves it. She loves wrestling. And I guess if like I didn't know if this girl came in and didn't have that passion behind it, I'd be like, mm, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? But because I feel like she's she you know she's worked super hard in her industry. Obviously changed uh, the the landscape of her era, her industry, right? So it's been cool to see. You know, and the fans are loving her. So it's I think it's been cool. And she's, you know, I'm enjoying watching her. What's it? Um, I think like it's fine to have her, you know, sprinkled into the storylines currently and the way they're doing it. 
Um, just mute that for a second. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd make her champion right away. I, mean, I would like to see it built, but the, I was just, the fans were totally digging it. They were ready for it. In, I mean, at, at that particular event. Um, I don't know. Personally, I like a chase. I thought it would have been cool to see, you know, it go a little bit longer and maybe it happened at like the first ever paper, women's pay-per-view. That'd be kind of an epic moment. So yeah, I would have seen a little bit more. I mean, I think by the, by just this month we got like, okay, she means business. And then it was like, boom, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I was writing it, but I'm not, so it doesn't really matter what I think at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. So there's historically, I don't think any women writers for WWE. There, I don't think there are any women writers for WWE, or very few. Do you think that it would help them to have women writers to write the women's matches and like storylines and stuff like that? Or absolutely. So yeah, like you said, historically, I mean, there's been. I think they have one now. There's been one filter in and out, you know, but like, you know, and, I, and I've heard that argument like, no, there is one. It's like, yeah, and how many dudes telling you what women do, you know? So, so yes, I think it would help immensely um, to kind of just sh shed some light on perspective and get a little more depth to, yeah. to the characters. And um, yeah, for, for sure, you know, it's as much as, there has been progress, and as much as there's been new opportunities for women, there's just, um, you know, it's there's a giant gaping hole in, yeah, if in anything, the like, scale. Even from the development of characters and storylines, that sure, of course, would be great to see that, but also just from the perspective of a job opportunity for a female, that would be great to see that more, you know, available, right? Yeah, I saw, you know, David Letterman had a new show mm -hmm. after The Tonight Show, and he just interviews people, and he is interviewing Tina Fey, and he was talking about his, his writing staff, who was all, all male. And he said, you know, well, you know, I, I just didn't know. I didn't, you know, I just, who would want to write for my show? I didn't even think women would want to write for my show. And it was funny because Tina just like in, in um, two words, just like was so succinct. She's like, well, we do, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it was just, it's that, you yeah. know. And so it's like, all right, so what's the ratio of maybe there's more applicants of there, but it's like, seek it out, hone these people. It's not like it's. Um, but also, also now it feels like now is a good time because, like, you know, you, you'd like to think the writers have a bit of a, like a passion for wrestling and watched it, so watch wrestling because a lot of writers come in and they don't even have a wrestling background, right? No, so, our last I think women writer was from the soap some, opera world, right? You know, which and, can apply, but certainly to know the knowledge of wrestling mm -hmm. would certainly be better. And so now I feel like we're now breeding more women that could maybe in the next five years we'll have more women that are writers and have a love of wrestling and boom, can apply or we'll have that. Maybe there's not even women out there that are like, I didn't know I could do, like how people say, did you always know you wanted to be a woman's wrestler? No, I didn't, I didn't even know it was a job option back then, right? We didn't, it wasn't a viable option for us. So hopefully maybe there's maybe more availability for that, that thought process from the women, you know? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Along the same line, um, how much freedom do you guys get for uh, the lines that they give you? Do they just give you an idea of what you're supposed to do, or do they actually just say, these are the exact lines you must say? I think it's different for different performers. Different people require different things, right? So um, personally for me, it was a lot of like, here's the points we want you to hit, and regard I didn't really tell them what I was going to put in between, you know what I mean? I would just kind of go out there and do it. and hope that my puns weren't too ridiculous and not funny. <laughs> um, but they usually shake your head and just go, oh, Trish, she's so Canadian. I'm like, I guess. that's <laughs> Bad humor is Canadian, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I know some funny Canadians. But um, yeah, so I guess it depends on the performer. Some performers literally need it. Like they want 
exactly written out for them and they're going to perform like that, right? So it sort of depends on the performer. Yeah, I think it's like if, if you take liberties and they, they, they hit, yeah. then you'll continue to be able to do that. If you take liberties and they it's don't, bombing, you're yeah. going to be trapped in the room with writers and they're going to go from the top, do it again yeah. and just make sure that you have it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, it depends. So being the two women that main evented Raw the first time, how did that like come about and whose idea was that and everything? How did, how did it come about? Yeah, like whose decision it was to make that the main event and... Who knows how it actually came about, but I'd like to think our work is how it came about, sir. <laughs> For sure, that's, that's not amazing, how it came about. <laughs> and a, a side question, how's that neck doing when we went through the ropes? Yeah, it fell was, on your, it I'm, was fine. I'm familiar, yeah. <laughs> it's like, we got a clip over here. No, we, we got it. I was actually fine. Yeah, people think I broke my neck that time. I mean, I, I was sore the next day, but I was sore after most matches. So yeah. miraculously, like extra I was... And, yeah. it, to, and think about it, you got to remember, we're doing our match. So we're both on the ground and we hear this like creep, like the reaction, like, yeah. oh, like just, they yeah. weren't, it was like, what are they, what they happened? Like, Oh yeah, they sure do, don't they? Well, <laughs> right, but but they do and they can because I was fine. You know, if I if I had, it would be erased from the the highlight That's reels. That's true. But I remember I was just going, man. I guess thank God for yoga. Yeah, we were for like heavy sure. into our yoga, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we don't know how that came about. Oh, there's yeah. always oh, yeah, there the, was a question. It, it was the week before a pay-per-view, which I, has, it's always a conundrum of how do we progress these angles without having without having the match that that is supposed to be on Sunday, and how do we move these puzzle pieces around to progress all the matches and and keep people's interest peaked without giving the matches away. And so I think that's where they they couldn't have whatever the main event should have been um, that night. So they were like, you know, I, I think at the time it was one of those, when did it was you just thrown say we got out. It by, by, by default? Like, for like, sure we did. I don't know. I'd I don't think Revisionist so. Revisionist history will say different. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it's not as cool or glamorous to, to, to give that answer, but. I don't um, know. I, I really feel like we like put in the work and then they were like, I don't know, let's just give this a shot. Let's see if we can pull this off, if they can pull this off, you know? It was a good day for us. We enjoyed that day, that's for sure. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, being the fact that you have both been heels and faces, uh, Trish, early in your career, you're a uh, heel. Tr Lita, in your early career, you're face and pretty much face till you got with the edge thing. Um, what did you guys enjoy best, being heel or being face? Both of you. One, two, three. Heel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. No, they said, he said, what oh. did you, I thought I was oh, going to say. Like, what did yeah. you enjoy being a heel? Oh, okay, what did yeah, you enjoy about it? What did you like being better? Oh. Like, yeah. did you like being the heel or did you like did being you like? the face? Which, which made you... I mean, they're so separate from, yeah. for me. My, my character, my motivation, all, all of that stuff was so separate. It was just like being two totally different, two different roles in movies, if you will, or whatever, you know? And so I remember at first being heel, taking a second to sink into, but then once I did, I was like, oh, this is fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I think I said every night after I worked when I was a heel. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun just to go out there and that just, yeah, the, the charisma naturally oozes out, the, you know, with this heel. It allows that anyway. So, and then the work is different too in the ring, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So it's fun to approach it differently. And it's just fun to mix it up when you're used to doing something for so long as well, you know. To well, and there's no uh, shame, you know. You yeah. can fall on your ass. You can look like a fool. Yeah, and you great. can have You can have fun with that. Um, 
Yeah. So th I mean, that's fun. for sure Definitely takes the pressure off. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I think when we go back, we should be heels. Yeah, that'd be good. So could so you guys, if, if you, you guys, guys go for us, could you boo? Yeah. Anybody going to the show? No. You can order it or, or stream it. Stream. Stream, stream. it. Because we, of course, we all have the network. So now, right. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Do it. You can't say that out loud and not follow up, dude. You got it? You can do it? Oh, okay. All right. If anyone can do the commercial, you'll get a free autograph. Is that true? What'd you say? If they can do the whole commercial, oh, they get okay. a free autograph. Anybody? Anybody? No takers? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> do it. Do it. And you can get all this and more at the Evolution pay-per-view on the WWE Network for $9.99. And if you are a new subscriber, you get this month's Evolution pay-per-view for free. Not only do you get this pay-per-view, you also get Hell in the Cell featuring this match. Oh, sorry. So she got the free autograph shit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a little sign. So you were talking about how stoked you were to host this podcast. Then we took it over. Then they took it over. So why don't we just bring it back around and it's like, um, we'll you know, have you a chat up here. I really, I really want them to be able to ask questions because they, they're here they to have, see you yeah, guys. You know yeah, NXT cool. TakeOver? And we are it's also like, at our booth all weekend. You can also ask questions. Yes. Just come on up. It's fine. Instead of NXT TakeOver, it's TB TakeOver. So, but you and continue. Give us, some, give us a little something. I really want to know, I've watched a lot of matches where you guys completely go at each other. Where did the team Bestie come from and what goes into preparing to put on that kind of a spectacle? Well, what's our spectacle? What's the spectacle? These, <laughs> these have I have spectacles, I wear them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it helps me see so I can see my fans and my friends. There just seems a lot to go into mm -hmm. y'all's matches. Yeah. And physically, I know that has to be draining on you. How do you guys prepare? Do you, is everything planned out between you ahead of time? Do you improv off each other? How does it work? Well, the luxury of working with someone that you've worked with for so many years is we just, we knew each other's, you know, mannerisms and move sets, of course, and just, we know each other inside out. So it was the best time when we got to work together because, um, especially at the end, when we were on the road yeah. together. And we were also retiring soon, so we were just like, what are they going to do? Like, yeah, and no, but yeah, literally the best line was we'd say, what are they going to do? Fire us? Yeah, we'd have an idea. We'd be like, is that, is that Can we do that, you think? Can we get away with that? What are they going to do? Fire, Fire us? us. <laughs> so we just, yeah, we took a lot of risks and did some, tried some fun things. And, but yeah, we just, it was nice, to be honest, from my, personally, it was nice to work with someone that had, you know, all that behind her, all that history. And then, and then you just get up there. We could just literally just stand in the ring at any point throughout our career. And it was like, ooh, it's going to happen, you know? So it was, that was great. Yeah. And we knew we could always, we knew each other. We just could, we could always work a good match together. We had that intangible, the je ne sais quoi. Does anyone know that je ne sais quoi? <laughs> yeah, it's French. <laughs> yeah, agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys decide ahead of time exactly how everything's going to go, or do you just play off of what each of you want to do? I think we just come in with our, we know our, our repertoire. We kind of come mm -hmm. in and we know each other's in the right time to do it. Sometimes, especially at like live events, the crowd will dictate what's next from us. For sure. You know, yeah. and so a lot of it is improv, a lot of it, but for, we're going, to our, we're going to our set bag of tricks. Yeah, with, with 
uh, less experienced performers, or sometimes at this point we have such an international like crew, us. there would be uh, language barriers, and so that's why they have the luxury of the Performance Center and NXT to kind of hash that out. But yeah, we would just kind of go out there and know that we're, it was gonna be, we were gonna pull it off and we we're gonna have fun and the crowd was gonna enjoy it and, you yeah. know. Play our roles out there and it was great. And then it was funny because you asked about the Team Bestie thing, so cause on the car ride over I was with, um, you know, just you, you're, you get in this car ride, they pick you up from the airport and you're with all these different people like, so what did you used to do <laughs> kind of thing, uh -huh. right? And I said, oh, you know, they're just like, she's a Hall of Famer wrestler. He's like, a wrestler? I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm a wrestler. And they're like, what? And then, um, so then it came out that um, I'm working. I said, oh, so I was with my rival over the years and, it, and then they're like, and then you guys are together? Do the fans, are they disappointed to see you guys together? I'm like, no, 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 they're very happy to see us together. <laughs> um, but the cool you thing no is- You no longer have to choose. Yeah, I was gonna say, the Lita fans were like distinctly line I like Lita and I hate Trish Stratus you know and the stink line and now they're like no if you guys are friends and okay well, I'll like you too then you know and and it was cool so I think except I think our host has made a choice as you can see mm. yeah oh it's cool it, I, I'm not sweating it or anything all right Surprise I, I didn't even take notice, it off you actually, have one underneath right now <laughs> team bestie thing came about with um I would say after the, the induction fame. yeah mm -hmm. and we started hashtagging team bestie just playing it around and then everyone kind of got into it was it like yeah team bestie yeah. so we're like yeah, yeah. Team, bestie. team bestie that's totally. it and we just uh hashtag that shit up and it stuck <laughs> <laughs> and we're like well she's the godmother of my son and so she it's a way to keep her part of our family and so we're like we need to find more ways to hang out I think that's what started happening yeah because like, we, we you know we ended our career and then we kind of have, you know, we got each other, we, we saw each other when we could, right. but it was like, okay, so then we decided on this Team Bestie tour, and we put this stuff together, and oof, all we, off we went. It must have been good. How do you feel about WWE Divas, and will you ever appear <gasps> on it? Ooh. I, I thought you guys were going to, like, back me up on that. I sound so lame up here doing it alone. Sorry, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you repeat the question without the word diva in it? Yeah. What okay, that okay. reality show that all the female Oh, oh total diva. You can say oh, it you when can you say, say that. It. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, oops, sorry. I didn't, it was a miss boo. That was a okay. miss boo. I'm sorry. Just how you feel about that and will you ever appear on it? Would I ever appear? Would I have ever appeared? Have you been ever? No. I'm, Okay. No. So on the Total Diva show, what do I think of it? Yeah. What do we think of it? Um, I think it's a neat uh, inside sure. look at the it's girls cool. that are uh, wrestling. It's kind of cool. It, it's cool. I mean, it has a total life of its own. Yeah. And from the demographics research, there's only 70% of the people that watch it do not watch wrestling. They have the only knowledge they have an insight into wrestling is the little clips they show on the Total Diva show. So it is marketed and it is as a totally separate brand extension of, of, you know, our world. So, sure, great, it's fine. You know, it's like a guilty pleasure instead of watching the Kardashians, it's like what, essentially, you know, they, yeah. I just know them, you know? And so it's, it's yeah, it's I think just. It's, I think it's neat, they, I think they started off not really like kind of looking behind the curtain for, for WWE and so now they're doing that more and it's, I think it's neat for people to be like, because I do get people now going, man, you guys like, you went through a lot and you guys, and like, are you learning from the Divas show now? Okay. Thank you. But yes, thank you for appreciating me now. <laughs> so it's kind of neat. Yeah. I don't think we have it in Canada, so I'm not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, the USA Network in Canada just doesn't, isn't there. 
So that's my you. Are you going to catch Sh that? I mean, sure. sure. I'm not opposed to catching yeah. it. I'm not. It's like, already started, so we haven't catched it yet. I haven't thus far. It but yet. one day we could just binge watch it on. You know, where okay. can we get it somewhere? What time? I did. I actually just ran into the Miz in the airport in Austin like a couple weeks ago. He caught me up to speed, so I feel like I kind of don't have to watch yeah, you're it. Good. Right? You're I good. Can, or I can pick up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a baby. He was heading to the All-Star game like the, and uh, told me he was going to call his shot and hit a home run. And I mean, he didn't hit a home run, but he did call a shot and was MVP. So There you go. So there's the episode. If you haven't seen, there's a spoiler. If you haven't seen that episode go. yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a reality show. Team what should Team Bestie do on said reality show? Because you know they... Conline. They always have these like... In all of those reality shows, right? They have like fake setups. They're like, let's go get our nails done. Yeah. And then you're supposed to just like talk Off. shit on other people while yeah. you're getting your nails done. Like, yeah. so that they can then, I don't know. So it's like, but what do you do? Or they'll be like, we should go um, fishing. Yeah. And then they like take this canoe out and this poor guy has to, and they're like, I don't want to touch the worm. Let's do a pottery class. A you know, a pottery class. Yeah. You know, they set Who them does up. That? So no that one does that for real. Right? Let's go on date night and paint. That's actually, that'd be fun. Actually, I'd like to do that, but okay. yeah, but you know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh, we'll we see. should make a comment box. We always talk Let's about it and people can submit their ideas for everything, for yeah. booking evolution, yep. for our reality show, yep. whatever you want. Do you think you could uh, make a comment box for us? Sure. I think you could. I could. Okay. Yeah. Make us a comment box. Um, yeah. One more question for me. Um, no, no, wait. Okay, so the answer is yes. You'll make us a comment box and uh, then people sure. can submit it at our sure. booth throughout the weekend. Today, this weekend? Can you make that for this weekend? For tomorrow. By tomorrow? How do you want me to do it, though? Mm. I don't know. Maybe uh, a This guy box. works at Target. Maybe you can make yes. a get a, Just oh, get us a yes. comment box. Wait, go where? Just a shoe box with oh, a shoe slit. Box. Oh, it's like a shoe box with a slit yeah, in it. Yeah, I can do that easily. We're easily. in a mall. I can go, let's go buy oh my one. Gosh. Ask them at the I mall. I'm sure have, they have extra boxes. They might boxes. have extra boxes in like this store. We're extra in a, boxes. We're in Wet Seal. I'm sure Wet, Wet Seal, seal Tip has... one out, you know? <laughs> Who remembers that <laughs> store? Is... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a store anymore. Sorry, no, it sure isn't. I'm having a good time. It's not lit up, so nope. Out of business today. Next. Oh, yeah. She's got one right there. Hi. Oh, man, you just got Who tapped. are your favorite female wrestlers now? You go first. I like Lita. Do you want to, and what? No, she's now. She's my favorite. Not now. <laughs> she's, now. She's, she's on evolution, so she counts, right? No, I don't count. Oh, you count. You're the most important ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, I need all of the confidence I can get and the rooting and the, the like, you can still pull this she, off. You still got it. You, you still got it. Thank you. You You do, seriously. Okay, so okay. your favorite. I mean, I'm not going to be heel leader, so <laughs> clearly my favorite <laughs> current wrestler is Trish Stratus. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Bestie moments. Okay, what else? What about y'all's favorite wrestlers of all time? Mm. Influential or just your favorites? Okay. I think I know what? yours. Why do you, okay, you say yours. mine. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's mine? Oh, that is. That's right. He is. He is. Yeah. Uh -huh. Who's my favorite of all time? Oh, sh like maybe Bret Hart. I love Bret Hart yeah. and what he's done, especially for Canada. Mm -hmm. 
I grew up watching Macho Man was my guy okay. watching when I grew up. And is that I, what you and Bailey text about? That stuff? I yeah. saw I saw her. She texted. Oh she But today? it just came up and said a message. It didn't say what it said. Oh yeah, so I, I don't do that stuff. That's crazy. People do that. Yeah. Did she text me today? Let's see. No, no, it was the other day. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, like, the oh, other day. Bailey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like checking my text messages when I'm doing Q and A's. Yeah, you know. It's it's important, you right? Keep that or else I might. So you have yours flipped over too, right? Because mine went off and you're like, you have to t- you want to look, right? Yeah, I kept mine, kept mine flipped over. It's a, it's a good practice to have. But yes, this Do you know that like, I... thing where you're eating with a group of people at dinner and everyone has to keep their phone flipped over and the oh. first person that feels the need to touch it or turn it over has to buy Pays dinner? Pays for dinner. Yeah. I've never... That's a wonderful little thing. Yeah. I like that. Okay. You next. With the tribute to the troops, what was your most, I guess, gruesome scene that you guys saw... Of the what the trips like. almost what gruesome yeah like uh, what when, parts when we went where we go to Qatar and Djibouti, Djibouti they they just kept kept us on the base we weren't in, in like an active military zone so um, yeah but we yeah. saw some interesting stuff remember we saw the um, the that green uh, plant that people were eating sure that was <laughs> just like a Somalian um, delicacy. Caught. That was it. Yes. Careful in this um, for old things. I've been doing it the fall, whole time. It's gonna fall over. I have kids. <laughs> You're <obviously>. gonna save <laughs> me. I will and save you. It's gonna be. I owe you. Fine. Still. We can be a Did bit. you know that Amy Dumas saved my life before? Did anybody wear that? You are aware of that. Did I'd you also know that my last name was pronounced Dumas? Who learned that just today? That that's how you pronounce my last name. Eric did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric did. Eric yeah. learned that. Um, did you know she saved my life though? Did anyone did. See, know that? I thought that was like a well-known thing. I guess, you know, depends on who's talking about it. But we, we did this invasion angle. There was a WWE versus a WCW. There was two ramps that came in the middle. They thought it'd be cool to do that. But the ramps were like two Vs and then there was a hole in the back of the straight ramp. And so we, cel- we were celebrating our win and I walked right about off Trish that Trish was ramp. giving them what for? Like, She's like, that's right, you're right. standing in your bra and underwear. Yeah. Take that. It was like, <laughs> and she just hooked my arm and we just casually still in character. I was like, oh my God. But I didn't do that face. I was like, yeah, that's right. Oh my God, inside. Yeah. Anyway, you have to watch it. Go watch the invasion clip. It's, uh, it's, it's epic. <laughs> you guys are, will so enjoy it and be glad that I sent you to see it. It was so interesting. Got time for probably one more, guys. Make it a good Ooh, one. What's the craziest thing each of y'all have done in the ring? Mm. Mm. I thought it was going to be, have, has done as a rib or a road oh, story. Gosh. I thought it was going to be that question. question. We get Worst. asked about our road stories. Tell us a juicy road story. Yeah. And then we're like, we're not the outsiders, man. Yeah, we got nothing. Boring. Anyway, uh, craziest thing in the ring. Hmm. I don't know. Are you, what, what is the craziest thing that we did, you guys? <laughs> Do you have a crazy story? What is just I mean, there's, there's like lots so of many. crazy things that, on your, that either fortunately went off without a hitch. Like yeah. when we did the thing, um, climbing up the ladder, and it was like I was going to suplex you through the table, but then you pushed me off. Like that could have gone horribly oh, wrong. Yeah. Fortunately, oh, it, it didn't. Oh, so there's a lot of stuff that you're like, <sighs> pulled that one off because you look back and think, well, how did I even agree to that? I could have yeah. like, died kind of. Um, There's one where I was involved in a a TLC match, 
and Edge speared me, but the ladder was behind, and he speared me into the ladder, and you could just hear it, like, thunk. Oh. And he, he, he speared me, and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Crazy Leets, which is what he would call me, and I'd like rubbed my head and then just like took off and kept like beating ass after that. Yeah, crazy moments, lots of, like, yeah. for sure. I remember a, a one match when I got, when my tooth fell out after I got yes. hit with a tooth, trash can lid, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that's, okay, that's mine. <laughs> Don't have that one now. Have a new one. It's not mine. <laughs> Manufactured. Yeah, lots of crazy things. What else? One more? Is this we're, it? We're wrapping up. That was it. That we're was at, the we're one. Time, guys. That was it. Um, Good question. I can sit yeah, all day. You guys get guys. loud for Team Bestie here. Thank you guys. Thanks, Eric. Thank no, you. Thank you guys so much. And you guys will be here all weekend, correct? You guys just woke up the Kens with that rousing Aww. round of applause. <laughs> the rousing. Oh. She's got so that come and head. see us at our booth. Come and see us. Say hello. Let's continue the chat. And uh, don't forget the comment box. We'll be available tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, just right? go to the shoe store. That's yes. your homework. Make it, make it cute and colorful. Do something fun. Yes. And, and to close out the session, how about we have one more, one more from you. One more impersona- impersonation. Nice. Good one. Fitting for this, you know, venue. Okay, thank you guys. Hope you guys were extremely stratified. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. All the way, 100% Ladies guaranteed. and gentlemen, if you can do me a favor and exit the panel room that way, if you want to stick around to see Salacious Crumb and General Grievous and Boba Fett, you can hang out in this room. But otherwise, please head that way. Thank you so much. I like your guys' faces.